Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction, and free shipping, and that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements, featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. This episode contains distressing themes and descriptions of violence. This podcast is intended for a mature audience. Listener caution is advised. They Walk Among Us is part of the Acast Creator Network. post-holiday blues happens to most of us. But what Simon Kime found after he returned from a trip to Portugal, thankfully, is not a common occurrence. On June 4, 2019, Simon arrived home on Lombard Road in Battersea South, London. His flat was on the 17th floor of an impressive modern tower block. When he finally walked through the front door, Simon thought he would see his longtime best friend Adrian Murphy, who had been staying at the flat. Simon was looking forward to telling Adrian all about the holiday. However, he was met with nothing but silence. Simon slowly walked through the property calling for his friend before he entered the spare room. Adrian was lying on the bed. It was evident he was dead and had been for some time. Simon instinctively knew that someone else was involved. A bottle of whiskey was on the table and Simon knew that his best friend did not drink whiskey. The world is full of sameness, but this could not be said of our brother Adrian. He has left a huge void within our family and the fact we can no longer see or hear from him makes his absence felt all the more. Welcome to Season 7, Episode 32 of They Walk Among Us. 
a podcast dedicated to UK true crime. Adrian Murphy was the youngest in a large family of nine children, born to parents Bob and Greta. Raised in Kilkenny Island, Adrian was passionate about Irish dancing and his talent took him around the world. In the late 1990s, he moved to the United States and off the back of his success, Adrian travelled to New Zealand to start his own dance production. He produced and choreographed celebrated shows such as Feet of Fire and the Celtic Dance Force before he decided to move to England. In London, Adrian got a job as a choreographer at the Royal Academy of Dance, dedicating his life to teaching others and sharing his passion, a role he was certainly qualified for as he was a seven-time world champion Irish dancer. Adrian had a close circle of friends and was seen as an outgoing and kind person, who was both sociable and professional. He was not romantically involved with anyone at the time of his death, but he had infrequently dabbled in using dating apps. There was nothing in Adrian Murphy's background to suggest anyone would have wanted to cause him harm, so the investigators turned their attention back to the scene. There were no apparent injuries seen on the 43-year-old's body. Nothing indicated he had been sexually assaulted, and Adrian Murphy's death appeared to be unexplained. A post-mortem was conducted, and while the pathologist could not identify a cause of death, toxicology samples of blood and urine were sent for analysis. However, it was clear that something untoward had occurred, as Adrian's laptop, Louis Vuitton bag and wallet were missing. During a search of the property, a can of coke was discovered in the toilet, and Adrian's phone was found lying beneath it. Furthermore, a fingerprint was recovered from a glass next to a bottle of whiskey left on a table. When cross-referenced, it did not match any of Adrian's known acquaintances. This was evidence enough to escalate the inquiry to a murder investigation because it proved an unknown person was in the flat at the time of Adrian's death. The fingerprint was checked against those people in the police system. Luckily, investigators found a match. The individual was 24-year-old Joel O'Say, a man with prior convictions for drug offences. With the suspect now identified, the officers began to check the CCTV cameras in the block of flats. Footage from the elevator captured at 10.20pm on June 1st, three days before Adrian's body was discovered, showed Joel Osei exiting on the 17th floor. Less than two hours later, 
Osei was captured again on the same camera entering the elevator on the 17th floor. He was holding a Louis Vuitton bag. On Thursday, May 30th, 2019, two days before Adrian Murphy was believed to have been killed, a strikingly similar incident occurred in a flat in the East London town of Walthamstow. The victim, who will be referred to as Sam to protect his identity, was a 40-year-old gay man who had been browsing the dating app Grinder when he came across a profile for a man named Remy. After a short conversation, they arranged to meet at Sam's home. Sam ordered an Uber to collect Remy from an address in Tottenham that afternoon. When Remy arrived, Sam felt as though his advances were rebuffed and his attraction toward a young black man was unrequited, so they passed the time by playing video games and taking recreational drugs. At one point in the afternoon, Sam went to the bathroom and when he returned, Remy handed him a glass of orange juice. Sam assumed the drink had come from his own fridge, so he drank it and sat back down. Within a short amount of time, Sam began to feel breathless, and everything started to go dark. He later told police officers, I remember standing up and my legs feeling like they had been injected with lead or something. They felt solid and immovable. I remember thinking I was going to pass out, and that I must actually have passed out. It was not until hours later that Sam was spotted by a neighbour. In a state of undress, he was speaking incoherently so the neighbour called the emergency services. Paramedics Christopher Patterson and Wilfred Payne arrived at Sam's flat shortly after 9pm that night. Patterson would describe Sam's appearance and said, He was lying on his back and was dressed only in underpants. He was sweating, agitated and confused. Around the lounge area was evidence of drug taking. He had a faster than normal heart rate, elevated blood pressure and a temperature. Patterson's colleague added that Sam was, quote, talking gibberish and not making any sense. Sam was taken to Whips Cross Hospital in serious condition but eventually stabilised enough to be released. When he returned home, Sam realised that a number of his belongings were missing, including his wallet, bank cards and two laptops. Investigators checked the CCTV in the surrounding areas. They saw Joel Osei walking away from Sam's address at around 3pm carrying a number of bags and Sam's belongings. They were able to track Osei's journey to an area in Tottenham, where Sam's bank card was used to purchase several items. What's more, another piece of evidence linked the incidents. 
both Sam and Adrian Murphy had contacted the same phone number on the day they were believed to have been drugged and robbed. Detective Constable Sarah Haywood was tasked with tracking down the owner of the telephone number. DC Haywood discovered it belonged to a 17-year-old called Diana Christia. After calling the number and receiving no response, DC Haywood contacted the Young Generation Children's Care Home in Tottenham where Christia lived, and Haywood was told by care staff that Christia was using a new phone number. Haywood made contact with Christia on this number and asked how her old mobile number could have come up in their inquiry. Christia explained that she had broken the SIM card and sold the device a month earlier. When asked if she knew Adrian Murphy, Christia said that she didn't, before DC Haywood informed her that Adrian had died and they were investigating his death. The officer later said, Diana Christia let out a huge gasp and seemed shocked that Mr. Murphy had died, but she maintained that she didn't know Adrian Murphy. Diana Christia had a turbulent and tragic childhood. She was born and raised in Romania, and at the age of 12 she was raped by two men who documented the attack and posted it on social media. Shortly after, Christia and her family moved to the UK, and she began taking drugs. Christia's mother was unable to cope with her daughter's behaviour. As a result, Christia was taken into care at some point in 2017, when she was 15 years old. She spent time in a residential unit, attending therapy to try and deal with her past trauma and steer her away from drugs, but after moving to a home for vulnerable young adults in Tottenham Hale the following year, Christia again began to abuse drugs. She frequently ran away from the care home, and it was around this time that she met Joel O'Say. Despite the age gap between 17-year-old Christia and 24-year-old O'Say, they soon began a relationship. Once Diana Christia and Joel O'Say were conclusively linked to one another, and Adrian Murphy and Sam, Officers set out to arrest them both on suspicion of murder. Christia was taken into police custody on June 11th and transported to the station for questioning. Throughout her interview, she remained tight-lipped, saying no comment to any questions that were asked. Joel O'Say was not located until the early hours of the following day. Like Christia... Osei gave no comment answers to the investigators. Although they could link the couple to the crime scenes, detectives had no evidence to prove how Adrian Murphy died and they could not hold the suspects for long. 
Jose and Christia were released on bail while the investigation continued. Officers had checked the couple's mobile phone data and internet browsing history, building a timeline of events leading up to the suspicious incidents. On May 25th, Jose was arrested at a music festival and found to be in possession of a number of caffeine tablets. It was believed he was planning on selling them at the festival under the pretense that they were ecstasy. After he was arrested, Jose received a text message from Diana Christia. She told him not to worry because he still had his grinder finesse. She also made reference to, quote, Batty boys, a derogatory term used to describe gay men. Three days later, Christia gave Osei her phone, and he used it to make contact with Sam. While Osei was in Sam's flat, Christia repeatedly called and texted him, sending one message that read, Ask for Wi-Fi once you get there so you can communicate with me. Worst case scenario, think I got £250.80 in PayPal. After Osei met with Sam on May 30th, they used his stolen bank cards to book a hotel room. Christia began advertising the stolen goods for sale on her profile for Spock, an online marketplace. On June 1st, the couple booked into a guest house in Battersea after Osei had made contact with Adrian Murphy on Grinder. Investigators uncovered that Osei and Christia had communicated while Osei was in Adrian's flat and exchanged 23 calls and texts while Osei was at that location. The following day, they used Adrian's stolen bank cards and began selling his belongings online. They spent close to £2,500 on computer software and set up a PayPal account in Adrian's name that was linked to Christia's former address. They then tried to buy over £65,000 worth of goods from a jeweller in New York. The officers had evidence that the couple had handled stolen goods, but they did not have proof that anyone had killed Adrian Murphy. That changed on June 19th, however, when Diana Christia called 999 and reported that Joel Osei had killed Adrian Murphy and stolen his belongings. The call came after another argument between the couple and it was the break that investigators needed. Christia told them that Osei had poisoned Adrian and Sam with a drug called scopolamine. Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. 
Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. This episode of They Walk Among Us is brought to you in association with Centair. Ever entered a seemingly perfect space only to feel like something was missing? That's where Centair comes in. With over three decades of experience, Centair leads the scent marketing industry, scenting resorts, retail outlets, event spaces and more, partnering with major brands like Westin Hotels and Snap Fitness. Chances are you've already encountered their fragrances firsthand, and now Centair is offering you a luxury fragrance experience in the comfort of your home. Visit Centair.com to explore their online store and infuse your spaces with unforgettable scents. Centair diffusers are sleek and fill your space with vivid fragrance for up to 300 hours. And the Centair app lets you schedule your fragrance and control your intensity right from your phone. What's more, all of Centair's more than 60 fragrances are phthalate-free, cruelty-free, safer families and EcoVad is certified sustainable. Differentiate your space with scent. Try luxury home fragrance trusted by the pros by going to centair.com and using promo code Among Us for an extra 25% off your first order. That's promo code Among Us for an extra 25% off your first order at centair.com. Scopolamine is made from the seeds of the Boracera tree. It is known as Burundanga in Colombia and is used by criminals to incapacitate their victims before a robbery or assault. Typically found in the form of an odourless powder, the drug can be thrown into someone's face or dropped into their drink which causes them to lose their senses, leaving them vulnerable to exploitation. In high doses, the drug, also known as devil's breath, can be fatal. The investigators had never heard of scopolamine being used in the UK before, so they had not ordered toxicology tests for it. But once Christia informed the 999 call handler about what had happened, samples of Sam's hair and blood and urine samples from Adrian Murphy were tested for the presence of scopolamine. The drug was identified in all samples and trace amounts were also found on the coke can and glass in Adrian Murphy's flat. While Diana Christia and Joel O'Say were still out on bail, 
DCI Robert Pack from the Metropolitan Police Homicide and Major Crime Squad spoke to the press and appealed for any other potential victims to come forward. DCI Pack said, We have linked these two incidents through our suspects and our inquiries continue to establish the exact circumstances. We know the victim in the Walthamstow incident met the male suspect through a social networking site and we are investigating whether there is a similar connection in Mr Murphy's death. Both incidents happened over a short period of time and thorough inquiries have led us to make these prompt arrests. However, there is a possibility other offences may have been committed before the 30th of May. Has anything similar happened to you or someone you know? A meeting arranged online that has led to intoxication, robbery and possibly sexual assault. Please have the confidence to approach my team so we can investigate what happened to you. You can also contact third-party organisations such as the charity Gallup. You will be taken seriously and treated with sensitivity. In mid-June, Adrian Murphy's sister Anne was interviewed by a reporter for the Irish Sun and spoke about the family's grief. We're absolutely heartbroken. What do I say about my little brother? You're devastated, heartbroken, totally, totally heartbroken. It is hard to comprehend that he is not going to come home. There has been a lot of reports and conjecture. We are leaving it in the hands of the authorities. Hopefully there will be closure in time. It is just difficult to come to terms with. Adrian Murphy was buried alongside his parents at St Kieran Cemetery in Kilkenny on July 20th, 2019. Another of Adrian's sisters, Margella, also spoke with the Irish Sun in October, four months into the investigation. Describing how she felt about her brother, Margella said, I loved him more than life itself. He was like a twin to me. We grew up together and spent most of our lives together. I'll never get over this. I would cut out my heart to have you back. But I'm afraid it's too broken. I would give everything I have to have just one more day of fun with my brother. My life will never be the same without you, Adrian. October 24, 2019, investigators finally had enough evidence to charge Joel O'Say with two counts of poisoning. While on remand, O'Say wrote letters to Diana Christia and called her his Romanian goddess wife. He signed the correspondence as your husband and king. Diana Christia initially told investigators that she had nothing to do with Osei's schemes and claimed she believed he was a masseuse. After a search of her home turned up some of the stolen property, 
she was arrested in January 2020 and gave no further answers to the police. Investigators scoured through Osei and Christia's phones and laptops and discovered how the plan was set in motion. On May 8, 2019, almost a month before Adrian Murphy's death, Osei came across a Daily Mail article which mentioned a scopolamine attack. The article had a link to a website where the drug could be purchased. Soon after, he made a phone call to Christia and purchased five grams of the drug to be delivered to his home under Christia's name. On May 10th, Christia's laptop was used to search the internet about the risks of coming into contact with scopolamine. On May 16th, Osei downloaded Grinder and wrote that he offered massages in his profile bio. Four days later, the package containing the drugs arrived at Osei's address. It was labelled as a broccoli extract. The trial was held at Croydon Crown Court in September 2020. Joel Osei pleaded not guilty to murder, poisoning, two counts of theft and eight counts of fraud. Diana Christia also pleaded not guilty, however admitted that she had handled stolen goods. The Crown Prosecutor Crispin Aylett QC told the jury that while Osei was the one to meet and drug the victims, his teenage accomplice Christia had egged him on in the background and sold the items that were stolen. Quote, The prosecution alleged that the two defendants were a pair of ruthless grifters, scammers looking to make easy money at whatever the cost to their victims. Toxicology reports showed that Sam had around 4.8 micrograms of scopolamine per litre of blood in his system, while Adrian Murphy had 67 micrograms. Joel Osei testified in his own defence. He claimed that he had nothing to do with the scopolamine poisonings and insisted that his friend, someone called Taps, had been the one to use his phone and laptop to order the drug. Osei told the court that he had been a masseuse and had been given the items from Sam and Adrian Murphy as payment. When questioned about his time at Sam's flat, Osei claimed that he was not coherent when he left the property because he had taken cocaine. He said Christia believed he had been given the items as payment and she sold them for him afterwards. Diana Christia's barrister, Eleanor Laws QC, then questioned Osei. She confronted him with information that he had other girlfriends at the time he was with Christia and brought out a letter Osei had sent to Christia while he was in prison. In the correspondence, Osei told Christia to blame everything on Taps. 
the cross-examination effectively destroyed Osei's story, and he confessed on the stand that he had been responsible for drugging Sam and Adrian Murphy. He also said that Christia, who did not testify at the trial, had not known anything about the poisoning. Joel Osei attempted to change his plea and admit his guilt for administering poison with intent to injure, two counts of theft and eight counts of fraud. However, his pleas were dismissed. On October 23, 2020, the jury returned with their verdicts. They found Joel Osei guilty of murder and administering poison so as to endanger life as well as the theft and fraud charges. Diana Christia was also found guilty of murder, poisoning, two counts of theft and eight counts of fraud. After the verdict was delivered, the lead investigator on the case, DCI Robert Pack, spoke outside the court and said that the ruling marked the end of a long and complex investigation. Thankfully, the victim from the first instance survived and was able to report the crime to police. His assistance in the investigation, including taking part in identification procedure and subsequently testifying, played an invaluable part in securing today's conviction. The officer described a callous and calculated plan using a social networking app and was employed in such a way that the victims would be unlikely to contact the police due to the intimate and personal nature of the meetings. Explaining what Osei and Christia did, DCI Pack told reporters, they targeted the victims in a place where they should feel safe their own homes, and Osei's indiscriminate use of a drug he knew to be dangerous led to the tragic death of Adrian Murphy. That despite what the defendants believed about the reluctance of victims to come forward, I'd like to reassure people that the Metropolitan Police Service will always deal with these types of offences in a professional and sensitive manner, as I hope this case demonstrates. We continue to work closely with partners in the LGBTQ plus and charity sectors to provide reassurance and help us understand the issues so we can identify collaborative solutions to tackle this type of offending. Adrian Murphy's sister Margella spoke to the Irish son following the trial. She said that she not only forgave her brother's killers, but she would pray for them too. Margella paid tribute to her young brother and said... He was a superstar. I'm finding it hard not to cry. He was the funnest, most generous, eclectic guy you could ever meet. He would dance on the street. My life will never be the same. Half of me is gone now. I'm the youngest now, which is shocking. I love him to the moon and back. So where are we now? 
Giolo say was sentenced at London's Old Bailey in January 2021. Adrian Murphy's family had written a statement about how his death had affected them. A section of it was read by DS Neil Goodwin. Adrian brought the love and art of dance to thousands of young people all over the world. He made so many loyal friends who were so sad at his untimely passing. He had the gift of bringing people together. Our family are heartbroken that Adrian is no longer with us. Adrian loved his hometown of Kilkenny and although he was a regular world traveller, he never missed an opportunity to return to his family and friends. Adrian's legacy is that of a hero and hopefully his tragic death has stopped this happening to any other victim. He is now dancing amongst the stars. May he rest in peace. The sentencing judge who had presided over the trial, Mr Justice Davis, addressed Joel O'Say in court and said that after leaving Adrian Murphy for dead, O'Say went on to steal from him. Quote, You murdered Mr Murphy for gain. As if self-evident, once you killed him, you committed fraud by using his property. The killing of Mr Murphy is made worse by the fact there was significant planning involved. He was vulnerable, in the sense you assumed he would be unwilling to report what had happened if he survived. You were the principal, and would have done this come what may. Your expectation was shame and embarrassment on the part of those victims would mean in all likelihood they would not report it. For crimes which included the murder of Adrian Murphy, Joel O'Say was sentenced to life with a minimum term of 32 years, along with a concurrent sentence of five years for poisoning Sam. Sam described the attack as a horrific and humiliating ordeal that made him insecure and changed his outlook forever. I'm not quite sure how life will ever be the same, he said. Diana Christie was sentenced two months later on March 29th, 2021. Mr Justice Davis described Christia as an active and willing participant who knew exactly what was happening and the risks of administering scopolamine. Due to her age at the time the crimes were committed, Diana Christia received a minimum sentence of 16 years with a concurrent sentence of 16 months for Sam's poisoning. By the end of the year, Diana Christie filed an appeal against her conviction and sentence. She argued that she had not known about the poisonings or the potentially fatal effects of scopolamine, and as a result she should not have been found guilty of murder. The appeal was ultimately dismissed because there was evidence she had been aware from the outset that Joel O'Say was scamming gay men he met through Grinder. 
The pair had communicated via text messages where Osei had told her to be careful of handling the quote, ting, something the prosecution argued was a reference to the drug, which could be dangerous if it made contact with the skin. The court did acknowledge that Christia had a traumatic childhood, and she would not have committed the offence if she had not met Osei and come under his influence. However, it was felt the jury were correct when they found that she had been a willing participant in a poisoning scam that led to murder. Thank you for listening, and special thanks to our Patreon supporters. For more information on this episode, please see the show notes or visit our website, theywalkamonguspodcast.com. When we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.